0: What's up my friend, you are listening to the Chillpreneur Podcast, the number one place for rule-breaking entrepreneurs to learn how to build a standout personal brand and a kick-ass business without having to hustle their life away. Get ready to be inspired, have a laugh, meet some extraordinary guests, and of course, get your excitement high with some epic dancepreneur party vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Chillpreneur Podcast. Okay, I think it's like no lie or no secret, I should say, that I love branding. I really, really, really do. I have fallen in love with branding even more so in the past, I'm going to say 12 months, as I've really started to dive into the topic and realized how much branding has an impact on our ability to grow on social media the time in which we have to grab someone's attention has gone from three seconds to like 0.014 seconds do you know how short that is do you know how short of amount of time that is that you have to capture someone's attention it's not like you're going to capture their attention with what you're saying your expertise your energy your vibe or any of these things maybe a little bit of vibe and energy, but for the most part, it's going to be your aesthetics, your branding. You know, I mean, branding goes so much further beyond just aesthetics, but aesthetic is a big part of our branding strategy. It's almost like the forefront of our branding strategy. And then we have other elements such as our voice, our values, and our vibe, but the visuals are so, so incredibly important. And that's why I'm really excited about today's episode because I actually sat down with my branding designer who is not only the genius behind all of the new branding that you see all over my social media, but she is also recreating my entire website. She has given me so much motivation because I finally feel like I'm visually represented as myself online. And it's just allowed me to really step into this whole other vibe that a lot of people are really noticing. They're noticing how much my vibe has changed. And yes, that has a lot to do with the becoming the coolest person I know, the BTCPIK. If you're not following the trend, definitely follow me on Instagram at Henry for more details on that. But a lot of it has to do with, yes, my relationship to myself, my personal development. But I will say, that a big part of my energy and excitement in the way that I've shown up is because it finally looks like I feel like it should look like in my head and people are taking notice of that. So I sat down with Lillian today and we talked about yes like why branding is so important from an aesthetic perspective but almost how to get to that point. You know it's almost like you need to know yourself first in in order to be able to actually visually brand yourself online. So we go through and have a conversation about what the process looks like as well as talk about some of maybe the The misconceptions when it does come to branding, specifically if you are in the beginning and you're doing it yourself, I'm not saying hiring a professional branding agency is something that you necessarily need to do in the beginning. I'm four years in, almost five years in, no, four years in. I don't know. I've been doing this for a while. And this is the first time I've actually worked with a professional when it comes to my branding. I will say it's made a huge difference, but it's also not completely, completely necessary in the beginning if you don't have the funds to allocate towards that. Um, unless, of course, you are, you know, doing something that's on a larger scale like a product or something. But anyway, different conversation for a different time. But for the most part, if you're a personal brand, knowing yourself and feeling confident in yourself and being able to step onto the internet and as my beautiful branding damn bitch... Um, these are the things that are so, so, so important. So without further ado, I am going to jump into that episode. I'm trying to keep the interview short so I can make the solo parts of these podcasts a little longer, because you guys seem to enjoy both aspects of this. But these conversations are just too juicy. We jump into so much extraordinary stuff. So I'm gonna try to keep the solo bit short just for these few, and then hopefully one day I'll build the habit of actually not rambling so much. In other news, I did a reel. Uh, today, well, the day that I'm recording this, but it's obviously not the day that you're listening to it. But I did a reel where I was talking about just posting the thing, you know what I mean? Just building the confidence to just post the thing, and I kind of felt like I had to walk the talk with that. And so what I did was I actually recorded and uploaded my first DJ mix. Um, so if you don't know, I am learning to very slowly learning to. DJ and because it's a big dream of mine. It's something that I've always wanted to do. I love music. I think it's absolutely no denying that I love music. I've always done like dancing. I did dancing for like 12 years when I was younger. I love to dance. I love music. My brother was a DJ when I was younger. My boyfriend was a DJ when he was younger. I have loved, 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 I loved my partying years. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, I regret partying so much. I'm like, I don't. I had so much fun. I still go to festivals these days. I will never grow out of the music scene. I love it so much. Anyway, story of my life. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. But I mean, I created this mix for two reasons. A because I really want to hold myself accountable to actually start this journey and document it, but also I want you to see this journey because so many people are so afraid to be at the beginning of something. You know, it's really hard for me to to show you all that I started somewhere when it comes to online speaking, content creation, being a business coach and all of these different things like I I started from the beginning, but you know, that content is buried under years and years and years of uploads. And so not likely is everyone going back and watching the start of my journey. But what I wanted to do was I wanted to document something new. I wanted to document me actually trying to not only build my skills in something, but also build a brand, build a business around the DJing. Now, obviously I already have leverage in the fact that I already have an audience and I have an online business. But still, you know, it is a new journey, it's gonna require new networking, it's gonna be require showing up in a different way. Honestly, I think the biggest part that I just wanted to document was the skill progression. Because when it comes to like, let's say content creation or branding or selling or creating products, you don't have to be an expert the day you step onto the scene. You, know, you just have to accumulate those skills over time, but you have to start somewhere. And so that's really my intention behind all of this is starting somewhere, showing you that this is where I'm at, I'm at the beginning, I have, yeah, maybe accumulated a little bit of skills, but I mean, I've only probably been doing this for for like realistically a month. Um, So anyway, I put my new mix out. I'm going to play a tiny little bit of it here. I can't play too much of it because of obviously hashtag royalty free music and I don't want to get flagged, but I'm going to play a little bit of it here, then I'm going to link it below and then let's jump into the episode where I chat to Lillian all about branding and being yourself authentically online. the Chalperner podcast. I've been waiting
1: for that welcome. I've been listening to it. Every time I I listen to the podcast, I've been listening to it. I'm like, you're going to say that to me one day. Yeah, girl.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay. So I, man, I say, okay, so, so much. Okay. So it's like a trick (laughs) sentence for me. Like this is how like I get you going. Yeah. Can I just, first of all, start with deep gratitude, like deep, deep gratitude for you. I don't know why I feel like I'm going to cry when I'm going to say, oh, honestly, I say, so everyone who doesn't know, I have been working with Lily and she is a client of mine. She's in my one-on-one coaching program. She's also in my hype crew, create a collective mastermind, mm-hmm. but also during our work together, getting to know her, I was just so sure that she was actually the first person I've been in business for. Are we going on like, four, five years. I can't even remember now, but I, it's the first time that I've ever actually really felt like now is the time that I want to get like professional branding and a professional website done. I've always done my branding myself. I've always like done my website myself. And while it got me so far, I just want to say that I have never, ever felt like this excited about my vision and my business. And like, I've always loved creating content, obviously, but you don't understand. So Lillian is not only doing the rebranding of my website and helping me with like my merchandise and all the different things, like all the different branding aspects and elements that go into that. But then she's also helping me with my ongoing content creation. So if you go to my Instagram, all the different like graphic design kind of posts that you're seeing, Lillian is creating those. So definitely, definitely go check it out and then go follow her for honestly just branding vibes. I can't explain it in any other kind of way. However, obviously it looks good. Like that's the thing. It looks fucking sick. It looks lit. It looks amazing, but it's the part, I don't know how you did this. And like, this is how I want to ask maybe a little bit more about your process, because Mm. then I think it'll read like lead really nicely into the conversation that I wanted to have with you on the podcast. I have never felt like someone was able to bring my personality, my vision, like my style, who I am, where I'm at in my life so beautifully to life in an aesthetic way like I wasn't even able to do that for myself and I know I don't have the design skills but I'd love to know from you a little bit more about like how like it's such a weird question to ask but like how did you get it so perfect like I'm not even joking you guys like Lillian has submitted to me like the first round of branding And then all the designs for like my social media for this month that we're recording. And then obviously like the other parts that come with that, I have literally made zero changes. Like, you know, she's like, let me know what changes you want to make, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like zero, none. And I've shown them to my boyfriend, my mom, my friends and everyone, everyone that's looked at it has said like, Oh my gosh, Erin, this is so you like, this is everything that you talk about, everything that you dream, everything that you visualize, the lifestyle that you live. And I've got a very hard brand because mine's, extremely dichotomous Mm. with the whole like beachy aspect, but then club vibes and all of these things, chillpreneur, you know, anti-hustle, but then also productivity. Like how does one person visually represent not working hard, but also getting shit done. Like, but somehow you've been able to do it. So I guess the first question that I want to ask is like, what is that process for you as a designer of being able to like understand someone who they are, what their values are, what their vision is, what their vibe is. Um, And I didn't give you a lot of information either. That's the thing that blew my mind. You know what I mean? Like what's that process and how did you get it so perfect?
1: Well, I feel like it's different for each client. It really yeah. depends on the client. Some clients, I like to talk to them a lot and ask them a lot of questions for you. You've got so much fucking content out there that like mm-hmm. for me to be, you know, asking you 101 questions where I could like scroll your social media and probably find out the answers. Yeah. It's not a good use of your time. It's not a good use of my time. So for you specifically it was about really like stalking the fuck out of you like to a point where like my boyfriend was looking over my shoulder and being like wow you're really obsessed with this chick like what's going on (laughs)
0: like it was a lot
1: (laughs) it was a lot of like watching your lives can like really getting your tone of voice all the things like and then like even um when you had spotify playlists and you like link to spotify playlists i went and listened to your spotify playlist to kind of get the mood like i listened to those while i like while i designed like there was so much like just getting in your world yeah um to the point where when i designed it it sort of just came through but for a lot of the time like a lot of people find it really hard to design for themselves because you can't quite see yourself in the way other people see you but then when you have that outside person aka me or another designer um, to look at you and piece all of these things together that are seemingly dichotomous and contrasting and put it into an aesthetic, then it feels like, oh, holy shit, this is me. Like now I picture it. It makes total sense. Um, So for you, because there were so many contrasting elements in your brand, we actually, rather than putting one big mood board together for your branding, we actually put together, I think it was three Three, um, mood boards that kind of pictured different elements of your brand, which is quite common for a personal brand. The idea that you can have one kind of vibe
0: for a personal
1: brand is very um 2d and as people we're 3d so having those different mood boards that communicated like the freedom lifestyle and the beachy vibes and the chill then also having one that like communicated the the productivity side Mm -hmm. of things and then another one that um communicated Uh, like the party vibes sort of and then carrying through um like elements that made sense, like that were common between those three mood boards is like sort of how we created the vibe.
0: And I I want to talk about that because that is such a beautiful like lead into the conversation that we wanted to have. But then again, I just wanted to express how grateful I was for that because I was feeling like so stuck. You know, I've had a lot going on in my life. I think everyone has in the last couple of years because obviously it's like lockdowns and I had lots of life transitional big things that have happened to me. And you do feel a little disconnected from yourself and therefore your business and your content. And it was like the work that you did when, so when you presented to me those three brand vibes, I actually have a little freaking, one of them, I printed them out. Aww. It's like on a Polaroid. I'm holding up a Polaroid right now. And I look at it every single day. I want to get all three, but I ran out of Polaroid sticker things. Um, <laughs> so I just did number one, but yeah, I had these like Polaroids of them printed out because for me, it was those brand pillars and what I was able to do from there. So like someone reflecting back to me, like this is how I see you. And it's beautiful because not only are you my designer, but then also my client. So Mm. someone who's obviously been attracted to my work and, and wanted to purchase from me as well but then having someone reflect back like this is how I see you and this is what attracts me to you then I was able to say wow these are why people follow me this is like people want to see the anti-hustle they want to see the freedom the chillpreneur. this is why I designed this brand but they love the party stuff they see that as a big part like the dancing the community bringing people together and then also the productivity I literally took those three things and broke them down and then they became my content pillars and you know from there that's where I started designing all the different content pieces and got back into the flow of content and stuff like that so like having a conversation with someone reflecting back to you like this is how I see you this is what I want from you this is like you know my objective perspective of what you do and then obviously it's really great if it can be a brand designer because they can actually help you to aesthetically bring it to life um but I really like that as well because what you said there is so so crucial and so important. Of I think when people think of branding, right, they do think of these very two dimensional aspects and elements. They do. And the way that it can work against you is that you think, well, therefore I can only use these colors, I can only use these fonts, and I can only. I think the biggest issue is I can only speak about these things. Mm. And that plays into the concept of like you need to be super niche in order to be successful, and all of these different things like when building a personal brand like how does someone just own the human side of them that's a really good question um and it
1: comes through a lot of personal development i believe yeah. Yeah. um but it it really comes sometimes like for some of my clients, it is really about me coming to them and being like, I've like consumed your content. I've talked to you. I've heard you speak about what you're passionate about and like your mission and all the things. And I'm pulling out all of these different things and here's the permission slip. I know you want yeah. to, I know you've got the, com- the confidence, all of the things They just need that permission slip. Yeah. Um, and then for others, it is just really about a personal development journey. Yeah. of getting to know yourself understanding who you are and then from there building the confidence to then own it because I think for a lot of people it's very easy to go online and look at your industry or the people that you look up to online um and see them as like okay well that's what they talk about so therefore or they only do these sorts of things so I need to be that niche or that specific I can't do that other thing that I want to talk about or show Mm -hmm. Um, so at the end of the day it is just about realizing who you are having the confidence to put it out there and if you need the permission slip I mean, DM me. I'll give you the permission slip.
0: <laughs> She'll literally I permission slip. It should be a freebie that you create. Here's your permission slip to be yourself. <laughs> yeah. so I love this conversation because you and I both have very, very, very similar slash parallel stories of mm. where we went in the opposite direction. I mean, we don't oh, have to sure. go into them, but I've speak, spoken about mine quite regularly being Marie Folio. Like she was one for me that I, for such a long time was like, that is what a successful business coach does. And while right. she kind of tried to do the whole like I'm multi passionate, it was still extremely curated. Like, yes, I hear, I, I, I also enjoy dancing. Like, I think that was the thing that got bought into it in fashion. And it's like, they're very curated kind of branding mm. aspects. It's not truly who you are and all of these, different lifestyle things that we're seeing more and more these days and so for me I got stuck for so long with my branding as well because I was like this is what a successful brand needs to look like I'd always be looking at her website I'd always be you know like looking at her programs and things like that and her content and her YouTube channel and it's really hard to kind of like find your own voice when you're so inundated with following other people and I know you had an experience kind of like that as well Mm -hmm. with another Mm -hmm. brand but okay, what does for you then specifically, because I I know what it was like for me, for you, what did that kind of like breakout journey, the bam, here I am kind of journey look like? I know you said it's a lot of personal development, but like, can you break it down a little bit more? Like, how did you kind of start owning who you really were so that you could show up online with that more, um, I don't know, authentic, but I hate using that word so regularly, like authentic kind of way? Because Mm. me lately seeing you do your kickboxing seeing you go to the beach seeing you do all of these Mm. things like that's so attractive as someone who's like a brand designer we know you're an excellent excellent designer but then like you being you is the thing that is like that is so charismatic and beautiful and like such a big part of why I wanted to hire you you know what I mean because I'm like we're so similar and have these like similar lifestyle Mm. things like I could choose a brand designer, but like you and your personality and your sassiness and just you owning who you were was, I've said this to you so many times before, but like that was the thing outside of the, yeah, she's a great designer. And this is aesthetic that made me be like, I have to work with this person.
1: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think I really struggled with the fact that ultimately design is something that's replicable. Like it's not something that is unique to me as much as I have a specific design style and I have a way of approaching design projects. But if I was to expect that my feed aesthetic and my portfolio was going to set me apart, that's setting myself up for not ultimate failure, but um, for a lot of competition and I'm very much along with you about becoming the only one for my ideal client and so I knew that there had to be other pieces that came into it it couldn't just be my services that set me apart it couldn't just be my design style that set me apart or my portfolio so I really like honed into it was very easy to kind of go okay well like what are other designers doing to set themselves apart and like looking for clues there but if i was to go ahead and like copy what they're doing to set themselves apart then i'm not doing that it's like it just cancels itself out so I did a lot of thinking about like what I wanted, who I wanted to be outside of my business and who I thought was like a cool person. Like, how could I be even more cool than I am now? Like that was the kind of way that I looked at it being like, Oh, like what would make my past self be like, Holy shit, that chick, you just became like so fucking cool. Yeah, And so each week, it was like at the start of the week, I'd be like, okay, what new thing am I going to pick up? New habit, new way of thinking, whether it's like a new outfit, like anything that could like be slightly cooler than the last week and then slightly cooler. And it would just like tiny, tiny little steps. Like, really simple things like, okay, what, I think the first week that I focused on this, I started taking, I started getting up earlier and going for a walk. Like that's not that groundbreaking. And then the next week I took up kickboxing because I thought that would be cool. Yeah. And three months later or two months later, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, fuck, I'm so awesome. Like this is like, I'm
0: proud of yourself.
1: I'm proud of myself and there's confidence from that because I can look at myself and be like, shit, I want to be friends with me. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Oh my God. I cannot even describe how much I love this and the way that you're describing it, because this is what I've been trying to teach. But like, I almost sometimes feel lame saying the cooler you think you are, the better you'd be successful online. But like the fact that you that's just owned that and said it, but it truly is like, and that's the exact journey for me as well. Cause it's very the same. Like, obviously at the end of 2019, when I started thinking about like leaving my relationship and taking ownership of my own life, mm. that's what I focused on. I was like, how can I become my own idol? Like that was yeah. the biggest thing. And I was like starting to think about, you know, I teach this in influencer vibes, starting to think about when I was like a kid, like the, the, the type of um, characters that I looked up to, and we don't need to jump into the psychology of this, but I don't, I really liked like <laughs> assassins and really i think it was just the badass aspect it wasn't the killing yes. aspect but like kill bill you know black mamba from kill bill uh, tomb raider my favorite disney movie is milan and it all had this very like badass motorbikes all of these things and i was lucky enough that obviously my family ride motorbikes So, starting to ride motorbikes, starting to do martial arts, like doing Muay Thai, similarly to obviously you doing kickboxing, doing the DJing. I've always wanted to be a DJ. My brother was a DJ when I was a kid. And I just like literally remember sitting down with him for hours and like making music. And it was like all of these things, exactly like you just described then. It was like the more that I thought I was cool, the diff, like, the more I differentiated myself online because it's not just design it's everything. Like mm-hmm. anyone can, you've, you've seen the way that I teach just the business side of it. Take out the chillpreneur, take out all the my values that are laid on top of it. But you know, when we go through, you're like, content strategy or something anyone could teach that anyone could teach that right you know what i mean anyone can teach health anyone can teach relationships spirituality anyone can do design anyone can teach anything not that they'd want to not that they'd be necessarily as good as you are but anyone could do it it is like you said so replicable Hmm. so if this type of business like an online freedom-based business is literally the thing that almost every single person seemingly wants to start because there's so much like so many it's a low barrier to entry thing you know it's something that pretty much anyone with a computer can start and therefore the the payoff can be really 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 great if you work hard enough at or if you stay consistent enough at it I should stay but again like you're never because so many people want to do this you're like you said you're never going to be able to differentiate yourself no on the actual skill itself or on the actual work itself and so if I was here thinking, do I want to hire Lillian or do I want to hire, you know, Tracy over there because they both have similar design styles, how am I going to make that decision? If you both had similar prices? choose
1: the person you like the most ultimately. Like if they're identical in design style or offering, let's say not necessarily designers but like services, you're going to choose the person, price point, everything. You're going to choose the person that you like the more. Uh, the most. And usually that is with whose content you resonate with the most, because that's the way we decide with an online business who we like more.
0: Exactly. And it is going to come down to those kind of elements that are outside of that because yeah, they can showcase their design process or anything or, you know, their business coach, I could show up and be like, here's the best way to get clients this week or something like that. But, you know, it's going to be that, okay, so there's two almost identical coaches here or, or entrepreneurs or designers or whatever. But holy shit, that one does kickboxing and I do kickboxing or I've always wanted to do kickboxing or I loved Milan when I was growing up. Like it's going to tap into something more resonant within them, whether it's an aspirational element or a relatability element, because they either already have that as a part of their experience or they would aspire to have that as a part of their experience. So by you showcasing these lifestyle elements like even you like now going to the beach every single day and like making that a part of your routine and stuff like that, like that has inspired me so much that if I was then looking for a designer now, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to follow her. I want to work with her because I want to do that thing as well. I want, I need, I need to get the branding done, but I also have a goal of going to the beach every single day. And so I know you're going to be the person who's going to expand me. You know, you're the sum of the five people you spend the most time with or we cluster with the people we spend time with. So people have that kind of understanding belief that if you have that aspirational lifestyle that they want they know that by as a byproduct spending time with you hiring you whatever thing like that that concept kind of like will just inspire them or rub off on them to a certain degree
1: exactly and it also as a result rubs off on you and you become more inspired by yourself and that's like why wouldn't you want that like that's awesome (laughs) yeah yeah
0: with these routines that you've started, because i really like to talk about that as well. So like something mm. that you and I have discussed more is like that whole concept of like the main character energy and you've really, really, really been sticking to a few things like setting yourself up for your day. I actually made a real, I think it was yesterday on like morning routines and how morning mm. routines don't need to be like what everybody else is doing. They need to be just what feels good for you. Can you talk us through that routine a little bit more and how it's kind of like changed the way you've approached business because i think that's super inspirational in and of itself
1: yeah i think it's changed that i will start with the way that it's changed my business and then we can dive into the actual morning routine it's changed my business in the sense that it is subconscious was telling my subconscious that i come first yes. and my business comes second oh and gosh, i like feel like whatever i pour into myself flows through into my business and into my creativity and everything like that um so for me my morning routine looks like getting out of bed I grab my phone I scroll I check my emails I'm not perfect yeah but eventually I get out of bed as do I yeah I just want to to say
0: that I check my I check my Instagram before I get out of bed every single morning yes I don't know can we just talk about that for a second because you know, the personal, the 5am the club, if you will, have you believe that if you check your Instagram first thing in the morning, your entire day is ruined and that your like mindset is going to be constantly in responsive mode. Like, I just don't get that. I just check it. I'm you like... You know what I noticed? Because yeah. I've been noticing this. Two weeks ago, I if
1: I checked my Instagram as I woke up, shit day, guaranteed, like just mm-hmm. terrible. I made a conscious effort not to change the habit, but to actually... Ch- the reason why my day was shit after checking Instagram was because I was following all these people who didn't make me happy and I was looking at them first thing. So I went and unfollowed everyone, curated my Instagram, and now it's a really inspiring place to Other be. Space. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And because I don't follow so as many people, I run out of content pretty quick. So I can't get caught in a scroll yeah. like vortex unless I go onto reels. That's a different, yeah, story. That's a different story. Um But we try not to do that early in the morning, and then yeah. So I'll I'll do that, and then I will put on my swimmers. I will I I'm lucky enough to live across the road from the beach, so I just toddle across the road. Toddle Um, across the road—that's the cutest thing I've heard all day. (laughs) (laughs) That's me with my little (laughs) towel around me today. It was raining, so I'm like going out there in the rain, getting wet before I even go in the ocean. Um, and then (laughs) it's a vibe. I love it. Um, and then recently. Yeah, I've been diving into the ocean. I've actually recently been sitting at the beach for maybe like 15, 20 minutes before I even go in. Yeah. Um, nice. To just be like alone with my thoughts yeah, and beautiful. just think. Um, and maybe I'll bring my journal, but no pressure to kind of journal. And then, yeah. yeah, I dive into the ocean. So nice. Come home, shower, get ready for the day, have breakfast,
0: and yeah. then
1: start pretty Eating much. Eating yourself
0: feeding myself yeah Hmm. I didn't read that in the miracle morning like aren't you supposed to do like seven different checklist things honestly that's what I'm talking about like how beautiful that morning is like your morning is like my ideal morning as well except I don't necessarily always go to the beach in the in the morning I'm also go during the day because I'm a little bitch and I want it to be warm anyway that's a different story (laughs) we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there. um but also like I just think that that's again just such a like Big thing when it comes to taking full ownership of yourself and your life and like knowing who you are. Like, what got you to the point and that you knew that that was the way that you wanted to set up your day?
1: Because I realized that, okay, so we're looking at moving away from the beach eventually. Yeah. So I was thinking, okay, what am I going to regret not doing when we move and we won't be close to the beach? Okay, well, diving into the ocean, I've always thought that where I live, it's like quite an elderly population. And there's like 80 year olds out there with freaking six packs doing laps of the ocean, or like doing a full thing of the beach. And I'm like in awe of that. So if I'm admiring that, like, why wouldn't I go and do it? It inspires me. So I'm going to go and do the things that inspire me so that I'm not inspired by the 80 year old man out there doing it. I'm inspired by myself doing it. Um, So, yeah, things like what will I regret not doing when I'm not able to do it? Um
0: what am I inspired? And like what
1: feels good? What am I inspired by? Like I started um kickboxing and I I thought I had to do that early in the morning. So I was getting up at 6 a.m. and doing kickboxing. Turns out after that, I have to sleep all day. So I'm better off doing that in the afternoon afternoon. when I can sleep. Um, So it doesn't have to look like everybody else's morning routine. Just because everybody else is working out in the morning doesn't mean you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Vice versa.
0: Yeah. And it's honestly about just like taking those, I love what you said about like the following your inspiration so you can inspire yourself. Like yeah. that is so beautiful. Cause that's exactly like what we're speaking about before, even from a branding and content perspective, it's like, what are the things that you're inspired by? What are the things that light you up? Not what people are telling you, you should be inspired by like, yes. Yeah. I think this is the hardest lesson people have to learn. You go online and it's like, okay, I want to get more spiritual right so people are teaching you like about spirituality and they're like you've got to get the crystals you've got to get the journals you've got to get all of these things blah 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 if there's no part of you that's like that's attractive that's inspirational if the dominant thought is like okay now i should do this should do this should do that that and the other you're doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. Whereas like if you recognize or hear someone this way, you need to diversify your consumption as well. You can't just learn from similar people talking about the same thing because it's going to ingrain within you that that's the only way to success. Like diversify, you know, go look for alternate sources. I bet you that if you went into the Amazon forest and spent some time with like natives around that area, they would tell you that being in nature is the most spiritual thing, not freaking sitting around in Mm. a $97 $97 moleskin journal that you've bought, you know, writing out some freaking manifestation affirmations that you found on Pinterest, right? That's not spiritual to them, right? It's going to be that. going into the forest and like being with nature and appreciating mm. the, the, the earth for what it is and stuff like that. So I just think that we have to follow what feels inspiring for us, diversify our initial consumption. Cause yeah, we have to learn from other people as well. We have to get the ideas. Like you got the idea from the 80 year old man, but you know what I mean? And it's following what actually feels inspiring to you and just letting go. And, and that is what taking true ownership about our branding is right. Is, is about right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like the same things go, same thing goes for like visual branding and all of yeah. those sorts of things. Like I can't tell you how many times I've had a client come to me and being like, okay, well, this is what everybody else is doing in the industry. This is what I like about it. This is what I don't like about it. Let's take what I like about it and just do it. And I'm like, yeah, but like what would be cool for you to do? Like what would make you inspired? Let's forget about what you think your audience will like as well, because branding for someone else is basically being like, okay, I'm going to please these people. And ultimately, that just doesn't work unless you're inspired by it. So it's all about like, okay, well, what inspires you? Let's just like get rid of everything else for a second. What inspires you? What lights you up? Let's look at that first. And then we can like dive into the the strategy of like color palettes and everything like that. Because I can guarantee you, I can twist a color psychology or a marketing technique to work for whatever inspires you like if red is your thing we could either say that red is like appetite inducing so it should only be used for food brands or we could say well that's like a really sexy color and your branding yeah. is sexy so let's yeah. use that like
0: we can make it or exciting nice or urgent you can make it anything with all that this like, is the elements. thing with
1: like brand strategy like especially when it comes to um design I don't quite get it being like, okay, yeah. we're going to use this color because it communicates X, Y, and Z. Yeah, It only com- communicates those things in le- if you embody it because yeah. you're a personal brand. It so if you have like that. blues and you say, okay, well, that communicates calmness, but then you come on stories and you're like, hey, here I am, like really high <gasps> energy. It's not going to communicate that
0: yeah yeah exactly so there's so many more elements that go into it than just the colors yeah um, but i like love that as well or whatever yeah because if you looked at mine mine's like quite mute moody but yeah it still brings like an energetic excited kind of um mm-hmm. aspect to it because like you said there's just so much more that goes into it like even you obviously did my instagram filter which by the way oh my gosh everyone search vibes, loving everyone everyone is loving it it's literally like you you said it was your favorite <laughs> <laughs> i honestly
1: Honestly, it's just the amount of love like it's getting and like everyone's just it looks it's so good.
0: Yeah.
1: Like everywhere I thought, you know,
0: like it just yeah. yeah. But you know what I mean? Like it's 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 kind of moody, but like the way that people are even posting it, like Ruby posted it this morning, and she's obviously super bright, super bubbly, like it looks completely different Uh from one person to another. And there's just again, there's so many aspects that go into that. Um, but just before we finish up, because I just like love your your, I don't know. You called yourself the branding bitch. You love to get sassy. <laughs> yeah, I do. What are some of the issues holding people? Like so, When I say issues, I mean commonly communicated things in branding, in design that you see that you think are holding people back from truly owning who they are. Like what are some? you know, you've spoken about before, like some of the things that other designers are communicating, which are like the musters or the if you don't have this, you're not going to be successful. So I don't know if you can just think of like one or two off the top of your head, but for everyone listening, even those who are maybe not in a position to hire a brand designer yet, like what do you think that they might be hearing that could be holding them back?
1: There's quite a few actually. Brand strategy is one of them. Brand Mm -hmm. strategy ultimately is usually used by a designer to communicate why they're doing something for their client so that ultimately their client understands it and they say, yeah, that makes sense. Let's do it. Yeah, like it's just there to kind of reduce the amount of. Ref- it's a workflow like doing feedback. Between it's a it's a workflow. Yes, there's part like there is things to it, but oh, like I said, we can twist design psychology to work for us. Like that's yeah. you know, um, and like you're just not going to make obvious things like you do. You have like a super, um, I don't know. You're just not going to make obvious mistakes yeah. like doing pastels and super girly girly like. Bright things and then having like a, I don't gothic know gothic
0: clothes or something. Like yeah,
1: that. like gothic kind yeah, of. But that yeah. kind of. Kind of you
0: know. yeah, pop but like, oh, the thing. Yeah, anything could work.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, anything can really work. Anyway, I just so thought about that. Fun. I'm like, that's
0: kind of a vibe. Power. Yeah. Up.
1: <laughs> that it would be actually kind of vibe. see like dichotomy it's like yeah. everyone's really drawn to those things that kind of contrast and don't yeah. make sense yeah. because we can't then we're like wait what are they doing and it yes. creates this fascination with the brand exactly. um so that's another thing like having super clear everything makes sense kind of branding isn't necessarily powerful. That's if you boring. have those things that kind of contrast and don't make sense, use them because it makes people even more interested.
0: Yeah.
1: Um that you need to be consistent in your branding?
0: No. Yeah. No.
1: If it's not aligned, change it. Yeah. So that you can be consistent. But yeah.
0: the thing is if you is hate your branding, you won't show up, right? That was me for no. a long time.
1: No, you won't show up and also humans evolve, people evolve. You have a personal brand. People relate to people. We like to buy from people. So it does not make sense to be consistent with your branding to the point where you take out the humanness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're like so excited by evolution. I tell like most of my clients have like a lot of hype and engagement around when we act- they actually evolve and change. So yeah. thinking that you're failing by evolving and changing your branding is like completely off. Yeah. Um, and then thinking that you've got to have like set colors and set fonts and set everything, like three colors that you only use or whatever. Yeah. That makes sense for some brands, yeah. um, but it doesn't make sense for all brands. Yeah. So like yeah. looking into that, there's other ways to make it aesthetically
0: on brand. yeah. Yeah. I love that. I'm so excited to hear more sassiness from you, honestly. Like the way that the you sass. just break down the... Li- like. But that's the thing. I think we need more people, whether it be you with design or me with like, you know, pressure and hustle and things like that. Like more people need to be coming out and being like, yeah, it makes sense to say that you should only use three colors or it makes sense to say that you should... Only launch one product and be niche, but let's dig into that a little bit more because mm. it's actually the thing that's holding people back and making them depressed and burnt out in business because it's unattainable for most people to act in that kind of way. And so, well, it's I,
1: empowering for some people who really like clear cut. Yeah, like say the color palette thing. For some people, it's so relieving to be like, I only need to use three I, I don't need to yet. think about it. But for others, that feels like a prison. Same with the niching. If it doesn't feel good then it's not for you yeah like your business
0: so the whole there's only one way to do business there's only one way to do branding it's It's a bullshit bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) do you think I should apply for American Idol yes 100% because I'm just like such a good singer yeah you are (laughs) (laughs) thanks for the support mom um So tell us, my love, what is going on with you? What's coming up in your world, in your business? People need to freaking come and follow you on Instagram. Yes. things. But what's up? What are you doing? What are you working on? I mean, I obviously know, but I want you to tell everyone else.
1: Yeah. So currently booking out spots for custom branding and website design in 2022. So if you want to have a professional on your like hands on your branding and all of that sort of thing, then definitely reach out. But as we were talking and we were talking about like the filter, I was actually thinking like literally as we were thinking, we were talking, I was like, I kind of vibe releasing some filter spots like if anyone wants just a filter design for 2022 so that you just have like that on-brand filter that you're like that's for me i love showing up with this thing it feels so on brand it matches the images on my feed all of that sort of thing
0: then reach out that (laughs) i just i I feel like it holy shit that is a freaking (laughs) see productivity Do you know what, once, it was so funny, right? So Lillian and I had a session and she came and she was like, Erin, I've got an idea for a product and I really want to tell you about it. So like, as her coach, we're like working through it and like doing the design, like I was helping her create some spreadsheets around how she could do the pricing and everything. Then I was like, all right, I want to sign up. And I was like- (laughs) That may have to have been the fastest sale on record ever because it was like, not only was it birthed out of the idea from another client. So literally even before we had finished the call, planning the product, you had two clients for it. And I was like, that's just you. Classic, like, classic Lil. It's classic Lil. All right. I loved this so, so, so much. Where else are going to record. No, a, podcast, a on podcast my, my podcast but it's yeah. coming soon so yes. I'm gonna leave all of that link below I'm gonna leave her Instagram I'm gonna leave her website I'm going to just check just check me out you know what I mean like just check out what I'm doing because basically <laughs> it is the frame exactly like- <laughs> exactly <laughs> and honestly I just want to say that not only obviously the design itself is incredible, but working with Lillian is such a pleasure. Like she's so, so, so much fun. She's so caring. She really, you know, I'm, I'm so, so passionate about building my team with people who actually care about the work that they do, as well as caring about my business. And you know, it's just been such a pleasure to work with you both as a client. Oh, thank you. And as thank basically you. my whole brand has. It's been a b- pleasure bringing it all to life. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. And my website is going to be out really, really soon as well. So I'll it leave is. That it is yes it's so exciting (laughs) awesome all right thanks for coming on my love let's go you're welcome see ya bye -bye. um okay does anyone else just like literally want to go out and take over the world because re-listening to that I know I do I know I feel like just going out and being the baddest bitch in the entire world becoming the coolest person I know and just doing all the things you know what I mean And I really hope that you feel as inspired as I do from that episode. Definitely make sure you go check out Lillian. She has some amazing offers, even if you're not looking to work with a branding designer. I mean, if you are, definitely choose her because she is incredible. Um, But she has some other amazing things as well. She made my Instagram filter, which I know so many of you love. Uh, And she's just incredible. She's just really cool to follow as well. She's just so vibey. I am going to play a little bit more of my mix now for you. Just finish it off. And if you did want to listen to the whole thing, you can download it from Mixcloud or not even download it. You can listen to it on Mixcloud. I'm going to leave the link below. And I'm also going to link the new page that I have created for myself as a DJ so you can follow along with that journey. As well as just come connect with me on my normal IG and let's chat. Let's chat all things. All things life. All right. I love you. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye-bye
1: all that I wear Through yeah. all the
0: streets and all the trees or I have a girlfriend and she is so blue Through all the people when you walk around Blue like my COVID is sitting outside Through all the words that say you want to think. you are the feelings that live inside me